Welcome to the Anything But Routine podcast. Today we have part three of preschool. Listen to Cindy and Amanda talk about preschool tips on how to make your preschool classes that much better. starting preschool and Amanda's joining me over here um, and we will be hitting preschool ready to go so it's probably one of my favorite things to talk about and we're going to quick show this promo video and we did show it in the other class but um, we want to just show it again where we talk about our preschool program and we're going to try to get you in an hour with lots of stuff. This is going to be a lot of stuff. So get your writing tools out. Here we go. Okay. Wait. Teaching young dancers three to five quickly turn chaotic during those transitional moments. So here's five steps, steps for keeping them the transition seamless and fun. Number one, cre create an imaginary world. And so think of it like if you need to go to a different part of the room, you can set a prop. So you can be setting a prop up, have them pretend they're traveling through a swamp and they have to walk like big stomping elephants or something to that other area. And while they're doing that, I may be sneaking and setting up a prop. I also always have assistance with preschools so that I can do something while they're helping me. Number two, give them a specific stack. I might say, task. I might say, can you travel like this to that part of the room? Can you pick up your floor spot and hold it like a pizza? Or can you balance this prop on your head while you travel over there? Um, I also like to have them fall asleep, make slow, snow angels. Uh, speaking of putting stuff on your head, think about lice. Been there, done that. So you have to clean stuff in between, even non-COVID related. There's other issues. So three, pique their curiosity. Um, another thing I do is draw a lot of attention to myself during the transitions. If I have them all sitting against the wall and I need to set something up, you could do it animated so they think, what is she doing? And sometimes they'll ask, what are you doing? Um, limit distractions. The, the fewer distractions you can have at a class, the better it's gonna go. You need to have your playlists ready. I really realized this during COVID when I was teaching by myself and I didn't have assistance, I had my playlists more prepared and they literally could just start and keep going through the whole mm -hmm. class. And it was awesome. We didn't waste a second and the class just kept going and kept going. So try to not have to fiddle with music or props. The more organized you are going into your class, the better your class is going to go. And I think we've all been there. The nights you are flying by the seat of your pants, class doesn't go as good. I mean, I think I've been doing it long enough that I could still make it pretty good, but not as great as it could be. Um, sometimes if somebody does something and goes off track, follow their lead and use it as a teachable moment and go into what they're doing. Um, never say don't do that. I, I had an assistant once that constantly was focusing on the negative and I had to pull her aside and go, don't, don't focus on the negative. We, we praise what they are doing right. And I call it redirecting, mm -hmm. redirecting to what you want them to do. Oh, look how Susie's sitting crisscross applesauce. And then every kid's like, well, then they want to, they want that recognition that they're doing it too. Absolutely. Um, be strict in your class. Like, Run it, run a tight ship, but fun. 
you know, and I'll do things. One of my biggest things I do is when I'm wanting to get on their X, I will go, I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to see who can get on their X by the time I'm done counting. And then I'll, I'll go like this and I'll go 10, nine, and then I'll keep going. Oh, I know they can't make it there without my help. I know they can't do it. And my assistants might be helping them. And then when I undo my eyes, I'm like, how did you do that? How did you get there? And they just giggle and laugh. They just absolutely love that. So I love the counting down to get them on their spot. Okay, so learning tools as props. The first 10 years I taught, I thought these were stupid and I never did it. And now I'm all about the prop. I'm a prop queen. But again, this year it's going to be different with cleaning them. So you're going to have to either have every kid have their own little bag of props mm -hmm. or something so that they aren't sharing and everything is clean. And I'm currently using props in the summer classes that I have. So I put a little piece of tape on them and they have their name on it. And um, because we're only one class there right now, it's been easier. So it might be a little more challenging once um, we get back to our normal, we get back to our normal. <laughs> preschool. But so. then they kind of have their place where their mat is, their prop is, their things are. So that's what we've been doing right now. So um, thinking about different, different props. Oh gosh, we use everything. We use bean bags. We use the sticks. If you can't afford the sticks, go get paint sticks at the hardware store and they work just as good. Yep. Um, and they work great. We've also taken paint sticks and hooked crepe paper on them and we use them for ribbon twirling and they work very beautifully. You make put a pink and a purple and a blue and there you go. Um, We've done little rooter palms from Amazon, those little cheap rooter palms, and they love it. We get all the music that, like, find any song that says shake and use that. There's a Dora shake. There's, you know, there's older kids shake. Um, the beanbag we use for, like, what they're doing in that picture. We've also used the beanbag balance. I also and have a can walk with them on their head. Walk on their head. Um, then we have a, what, a right and a left that we use with beanbag. We have beanbag shake. So typically, if I'm using bean bags, I might do three songs in a row that are bean bags. So if I go to the plan to get those out, we've got them out. I make the getting out and the putting away a part of the activity. I'll be like, let's march to the bean bag drawer. Let's all get a bean bag. Now, if if Susie gets red and Ava gets blue, don't cry, Ava, because we don't want blue to feel sad. So don't make my bean bags feel sad. Everybody pretend you like the color you get. And one time, or what I do with the colorful things is they know that we do like, okay, blue stand up. So then the blue stand up. Okay, great. So they know that everyone's going to get a turn doing something with their color. fun with their color. And I, I love um, telling them not to make them cry. I have, I have all my daughter's old beanie babies from way back in the day. And I have them in a basket and we, we get them out of the, we get them out of the, um, you know, I don't know what I call They're all sleeping in this little thing, and then they get to close their eyes, and I put a beanbag in their hand, and or not a beanbag, a beanie, beanie baby. baby, and they if they get the bat or the spider, you know, because there's all different ones, they all want, you know, the unicorn, but I'll just say whatever one you get, and we, we chant this, you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. And I'll say, what's our rule on Beanie Babies? And they all yell, we get what we get, and we don't throw a fit. And it works. It really does. Um, next. Oh, I'm on the same page. Okay, one that I do is a snow activity with cotton balls, and we only will do it when it's snowing. And it's it's we could get we can't give you all these because like we can give you the ones that we created, but we can't 
give away Amazon songs, but I can tell you what they are. And we do have a list at the end. Another thing I've done is tulips. Somebody else did a song, Anton, do the tulip by Tom, do right and left. I step to the right and point and I use, I have them hold the tulip and it's part of the activity. Um, the other thing I've used is mini maracas, small flashlights. They're a pain in the butt because of batteries, but I, my husband's kind of like a, a Home Depot, like obsesses, buys all this stuff. So I just keep stealing his flashlights and we have a whole bin of flashlights. And so we'll use, um, we'll say, okay, it's your turn to turn the lights off today. Piper and Piper turns the lights off and then they all turn on their thing. And then it's like up and down, up and down, round and round and round and round. I like to sing and I'll go right and left and right and left and oh, they love the light thing with the lights out. So that's a really great thing. Another thing to do when you have the lights out is let it go is still the improv song of the free school world. And so they can improv to let it go. Um, you could make a maze with tape for jumping certain ways with like painter's tape on the floor. I've also saved bubble wrap. Every time an Amazon package comes, I throw it in this big, garbage bag in my garage and then once in a while I'll bring the garbage bag to practice and I will tape bubble wrap in sections around the studio that's the best day of the year because they jump from thing to thing and they and get to like pop so they get to pop the noise I use those big ones too so that's a good one for leaping or jumping like they have to learn to jump to the next spot and I love it oh <sighs> what else um, consider safety with all the things you're doing with your kids and in terms of like canes are not an, a good idea for like three or four year olds they poke each other even with the Lamy sticks or the rhythm sticks I'll always go sticks at rest and they cannot put them up I'll go oh sticks at rest nobody move your stick and then when the music comes on they can do their sticks so sticks at rest and talk about safety. And so I had my assistant be really naughty with hers and she was kind of swinging them around and I had to take them away from her. So I didn't take it away from a kid. I took it away from my assistant. I'm like, well, now you were being naughty with these. So I had to put these away. And they were like, like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that's so, a good idea. So um, always just be thinking safety and potential hazards. Like what could hurt them in your classroom? So, you know, like we've got a balance beam or whatever and somebody stood it up on the side and I'm like, uh-oh, that's gonna fall and hit a kid. So, I mean, you gotta be thinking about safety at all times. So, give clear instructions so they know what they're doing with the prop and find, yeah, I think I talked enough about, oh, where to find your props, discount or dollar stores, bargain bins, craft sales, Amazon, novelty supply shops, um, physical education supply stores, or make them yourself. Do you have a favorite prop that we haven't talked about? I know we've I, we didn't talk about scarves. I've used those, flowers. Um, I also have, oh, hoops. Somebody said hoops. That's a good idea, like hula hoops. You I'm know? currently using hula hoops as a, a place for the kids to stand to Social stay away distancing. from their friends. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, Manda always does dances with props. Oh. I call her the prop queen. Like she'll do dances where I'm like, are you kidding me? She'll <laughs> have like a newspaper and then they put that away and get out a shopping bag. And it adds, the thing I will say is preschool dances get boring because they are about doing the same 
choreography all the time. So I think when you can have a gimmick or a thing like a lack of formations, I feel like you have to kind of do something. You have to do something kind of creative. Like one of my favorite ones I ever did was I had little chairs and I made these big signs called time out and it was a timeout chair. And then we did, I'm getting nothing for Christmas. And they were sitting on those chairs and they were pouting for timeout and they loved that one. So that was a fun one. So make goodbyes a big deal. When they're leaving your studio, make your goodbye a huge deal. Um, there's a lot of different goodbye songs, but one of the ones I like is just editing out that na 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 na, na 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 na, hey hey. Goodbye. You can have a choo-choo train out the door, like into a. There's one by Chuggin Train. This guy, what's his name? Teddy Bear. Teddy Bear Band does one where you hold on the shoulders and you can go out the door being a chugging train. And he has a goodbye song. Tippy Toes Brand has a really cute goodbye song. I just go. I think I have playlists coming up, but I go on Amazon and I buy the preschool music. It is so worth it. I want to have so. Um, so many songs for them. Devon said, I love when we made little candles last year for candies. Like, oh, candies, like big props that were candies. Those were cute. I'm just trying to think what other, I've done a Buffalo. One of my favorite dances with little ones was Buffalo boys. Won't you come out tonight? And they rode little horses, like the little hobby horses. And, uh, I had one that was never smile at a crocodile and they had this big blow up crocodiles. That one was cute. Uh, so many different props do make the dance when they're performing. So, okay, we talked about um, playlists. So if you have a theme of the month or a theme of the day, if you're that coordinated, um, you can you can even come up with, um, you know, rhythm ones or there's so many different types. Now, this one is all... This is mine. Okay, go ahead. So, like, I have all my activities in one spot and then I also have like my class music um by the year and I keep mine just for the last couple just so I can look back easily and be like oh did I use this and then I look back and see if I did um one thing that I've been doing recently which this is for my last year playlist is mine like right now it says COVID preschool and COVID K first <laughs> whatever but um I put in order like what I what I'm going to do so I don't have to even flip back and forth between my playlists but I mean, I'll have like Halloween music that I've thought of or um, holiday show music or just all of it, so. We're coming up with some new, um, speaking of Halloween, you know, the dancer sleeping one, we're coming up with um, when they wake up, they're gonna be a ghost or a witch or a, you know, and we have some people that are like, we don't celebrate holidays and I'm like, Sorry, we do, you know, and that's the but time. But they don't use that one. You yeah, know, I mean, you like, know, you can. You, you can, can do something. Do I, I, I wouldn't say it's naughty like that. <laughs> I would be great and over-deliver good customer service. So, um, um, speaking of that, though, I did have some kids in my class, you know, where, like, where we up here in Brainerd, we don't, we celebrate holidays, but we did have a kid in our class that didn't. And it was challenging to find stuff, but it, you, there is things out there, like, instead of, like she said, the snow thing or winter themed or so it's not Santa, it's winter or it's not Halloween, it's fall. Um, so there's just different avenues you can go down that way. Yeah. So um, now I'm just going to go through a few different themes <clears throat> and you can add songs for us. I would love that. So for princess theme class this month, everyone bring a crown. You can wear your princess dress. You can um, bring a wand if you want. No high heels, please. Had that happen. Um, Here's the songs we would do, just for an example, on our play playlist. Princess Pokey, I think it's on the Barbie soundtrack. Let it go, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. 
um, one small thing, putting on my tutu, pineapple princess, hip hop princess, the princess in me, let's get jazzy. It does not fit the theme, but I thought I needed to have like something in there. And if you have boys in your class, we called it royal camp. So you can do that or royal day. Yeah, and he's a prince and she's a prince. Beach theme day. Um, they could wear a swimsuit or a Hawaiian inspired thing. And I did driving in my car. If you don't have that song, OMG, you need that song. The kids love it. And we drove our car to the beach. That's how we started. Then we did Baby Shark. I know you love that one. We did Beach by um, Susan Suzanne Garrity. She has a whole group, uh, dancestudioowners.com. We did Splish Splash where they used the towel and their hair. And that was kind of the routine we did. Mermaid Party, ants in your pants. Because sometimes when you're at the beach, you get ants on your blanket. Slippery Fish, I got that from my grandkids, they love it. Boogie Board Boogie. That's the song I'm using right now. It's a really fun one. And we're using little boogie board props. Dance, Ducks Dance 2, Let's Go Surfing, and Surfing Fairy Beach. And I have water sounds too, like that you could go line up by the time these water sounds are over. I, I bought special effects. Okay, so pajama, pajama day, they would wear their pajamas, obviously, and they could bring a small stuffed animal and a blanket to stretch on. And for that, um, we pretended it was a sleepover, and we did wake me up before I go-go. These are listed out for them, right? Or, no? All right. So if you need them, we could, we could put them in downloads. But we did pizza baking time. I'm going to tell you where to get that CD. We did dancers sleeping for the pajama party. Chasse with my dance friends, which is one that we created and we will share with you. Um, wake up and wiggle. Wake up dancers. Are you sleeping? Sleeping dancers. Slumber party. So there's a lot of songs for the beach one. Kids loved it. Easter themed. You could tricky, so you could say bunny themed. If you bunny, know. yeah. If you don't want to have a religious holiday, you could call it Bunny Day or something. Dancers wear bunny ears or Easter dress and bonnet. And um, I made plastic Easter eggs. I actually bought them on Amazon, but they're called shaker eggs. And it's stuff that you can do to shake them, but you could make your own out of those cheap Easter eggs and put pennies or popcorn in them, but make sure you really, really, really glue and tape them because they're a choking hazard. You could have an umbrella and do um, drip drop little April flowers from Bambi. So April showers, um, not flower showers. You could do the bunny hop, cuddly duck, chicken dance. I did chicken dance for this and the kids loved it. And it's nothing I've ever used for preschool before, but I was using it. I was trying to find music that fit this theme and it, it caused me to be a little more creative. So I liked that. So next, where to get all this music? Go online and anything with the words we sing buy it. We sing Halloween. We sing patriotic. We sing um, it's everything. December. It's we sing, they, they've got we sing coming out your ears and they are great. So I would highly recommend that. Creative Movin, um, she's actually a studio owner in the cities and they came up with two CDs and I bought them for all our directors one year and they're about 10 bucks each. Um, but you could buy those CDs creative move-in, and there's another one she does, Imagine Dance. So Imagine Dance Music and Creative Moving are both great. They have like 30 songs each on them. They're very, very worth it. Okay, so um, <clears throat> this one that's called Mr. Chris Hip Hop for Tots is awesome. 
And one thing I would say is that could be another special session you offer is hip hop or you could interject it in your normal classes because little kids, like one day I accidentally had my older hip hop come on during my preschool class. I had the song come on wrong and one little girl goes, I want to do that song. And, and she goes, like she didn't want to do the little fluffy stuff. She wanted to do the hip hop. So, and although I, I teach the kit classes, but right now in the summer, we don't really have anything else going on besides our one um, kindergarten class combined. So I took Allie's hip hop warm up that she made for these older kids and it's to like music and stuff and um, get some kind of moving. But I just do that with them. We did tondus at the bar and we're doing some kick things. So I'm kind of doing a little bit of all of it. So then once dance starts, they've had a little kind of taste of all of it. Um, so other music that you could buy, there's a lady called Melissa Barnett and hers is great. There's dance recital tap by the hit crew, um, preschool Halloween and limbo children's dance favorite. We'll put this in your thing so you can see it. The princess and me is by miss Lindsay preschool action songs, one and two songs about your neighborhood. Sophia Grace, Girl in the Mirror, anything Sophia Grace by it. Um, Statler Music, it, that's by Art Stone. I bought every single song they had, and I've used a lot of them. And oh it was like 12 CDs, and it was expensive. But they're more performance-based CDs, and I loved them. You know, it, anything you want is on there. So Statler Preschool Music by Art Stone. Fusion Sound, Kevin Hart, um, if you want to get his name, he's on our Facebook a lot. But he did some Tiny Tot CDs, and they're old. Like, some of them have, like, scratchy, you know, you can't get the, it's like my old Beatles albums. You can't get that out of them, but it kind of has, like, a little bit of a vintage feel to it. So I bought ballet for little kids, and sometimes I make my own words up to the piano music that's, you know, ballet for little kids is a great one. Any other songs, please add in there ones that you've used. Roger Day, she said, has great ones. Now, I've never heard his, um, so I'll have to buy that. Penguin Parade Banana Slug String Bands. You want that one. Do you want me to say that again? Penguin Parade Banana Slug String Bands. Thanks for listening, and if you like the podcast, subscribe or give us a rating on, on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcast.